The following program is brought to you by the Humble Fama Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. I think it was Kendall Moss who asked Nick Apollonio to tell him the difference between a violin and a viola. Nick heats his home with wood. Well, Nick said, the the viola burns longer. Well, you know that I played bass in jazz bands and dance bands for years and years. Think of all the extra heat I can get out of my bass. Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Somebody stole my pal Somebody came and snatched her away She didn't even say that she was leaving love She's really mine, I know Oh, oh, oh Her kisses I love so Oh, gee I wish that she Come on running, running, running back to me Blue and lonesome, broken-hearted pal Somebody, somebody, somebody stole my gal, yeah
Peter Eklund, Peter Eklund. And the way they all modulated at the same time kind of gives you the impression that they had thought it over and planned it out ahead of time, didn't it? Here's a little public service announcement for you. Beware of the clothing donation scam. Have you heard about it? Our friend David received a call from a charity asking him to donate some of his clothes to the starving people throughout the world. Think about this. He told them to buzz off. You know why. Anybody who fits into your average American's clothing isn't starving. Original end in there. Here on the Humble Farmer, thank you for listening. My friend Dr. Rich Comp, well, he travels to some pretty 
remote rural places on this planet to teach people how to build photovoltaic solar panels. He's an expert. Rich Comp told me he visited one place that had a very practical religion. They had a big religious ceremony just before they first activated these solar panels, and everybody in the village brought gifts for the gods, and they piled all these gifts around the unit. After the ceremony, the people picked up all the gifts that the gods hadn't taken, hadn't taken, and they, they took them home.
I guess that's the end of that one. Peter Eklund here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. As you perhaps have heard me say, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time, right here on your favorite station. Thank you for listening. You have seen movies. Yes, I know. You probably go to movies. You've seen movies where the hero and the girl struggle up out of an ash-filled volcanic crater. As they reach the summit of this crater, they gaze into each other's eyes and, unable to control themselves, snap together like the waistband in a new pair of pajamas. You've seen movies where, you know, after crawling through a million gallons of spilled crude oil, the hero and the girl meld into one glorious black Glob. To bring it closer to home, perhaps you have welcomed your spouse in a similar manner when he or she comes home from twelve hours of bathing lobster traps. But, you know, the other day, listen to this, the other day when I walked up to my loving wife, Marsha, the almost perfect woman, I held out my arms, I said, can I have a hug? Guess what? She looked me up and down and said, are you clean? Should I assume from this that the honeymoon is over?
it would be to be able to <clears throat> go into a club where nobody knew you, lug in your saxophone, ask if you could sit in, play Idaho. And after playing what you just heard Harry Allen playing, 
pack up your racks and start to leave, and everybody would say, why are you going? And you could say, well, I'm sorry, but that's the only song I know. <laughs> that's the kind of thing I find amusing. Anyway, this may interest you if you eat a pill every day for any reason. A few weeks ago, are you listening? A few weeks ago, I realized that my sight was quite clear. Nothing fuzzy on the sides. Since my recent operation, my sight has been clear. It took me all this time to notice it. When Dr. Cobain patched the extra hole in my gut, he told me to stop eating those pills that are supposed to curb stomach acid. I think they're called omprazole or something like that. And I haven't eaten one of those omprazole pills since a week or so before my stomach operation. And since then, that fuzzy feeling you get, well, you know that feeling you get when you know something's not quite right in your head. Anyway, that's gone. I had that fuzzy feeling in my head for at least a year now, perhaps longer. And now, listen to this, the fact, isn't this true, the fact that I no longer have fuzz in my head, isn't it because I no longer eat those omprazole pills? Years and years ago, when Marsha and I were live-in caregivers for 94-year-old Doris, we had to make sure that Doris ate 15 or so pills every day, and of course it was my impression at the time that she was over-medicated. And you can accumulate a lot of must-eat pills in 94 years. Anyway, if you're eating pills for this, or if you're eating pills for that, and more pills for something else, well, I suppose we should all thank you for keeping our economy strong. I'm no longer doing my fair share of pill-eating, and I'm seeing things a bit more clearly because of it.
great big amount saved up in my love account. Honey and I've decided love divided in two won't do. I'm betting everything I've got, my red Ferrari and my yacht. If you would only tie the knot, everything I've got on you. I don't know that song, do you? But everything I had on you. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. Right here on your favorite radio station is where you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. I thank you for listening. I can be reached by sending an email to thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. Love to hear what you are doing right this very minute. You can tell me. I won't tell more than a few thousand people. One day, I had trouble peeling the paper off some sticky tape at window dressers where I volunteer some mornings to make storm windows. The girl working next to me offered to do it for me. She showed me her very sharp thumbnail. And while she was picking away at that paper, I held up my two hands and I said, Look at my nails. After a while, she determined that the nails on my left hand were short and the nails on my right hand were quite a bit longer. Do you know why the nails on my right hand are longer than the nails on my left hand? I asked. And she said, Oh, you play guitar. No, I don't play guitar, no. You would like to know, I know you would like to know why the nails on my right hand were longer than the nails on my left hand. That morning, while the clerk at the hardware store was looking up the part for my pump, I rushed out on the back steps of the hardware store and I clipped the nails on my left hand. Well, I was going to clip the other one too, but I didn't have time to cut the nails on my right hand because the clerk had completed his chore. He was waiting for me inside. So I had rushed back inside without finishing the job. Of course, the next time I'm outside and have nothing to do, I'll cut the nails on my right hand. What's the point of this? Well, I think it's interesting because if you've read any number of detective novels, you know that the solution to many murder mysteries has turned on less.
Hamilton, Bob, Bob Wilder. Do, 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 do. I never knew. Love that song. Longtime radio friend John Hammer, and by longtime radio friend I mean 30, 35 years. John Hammer has been listening to me on the radio for over 30 years. I know that. John Hammer points out that one of the good things about driving through any retirement community in Florida is that you will very rarely get caught behind a school bus. (laughs) And here's another benefit. If you should happen to get rammed in traffic there, you're most very likely to be in a much larger and heavier car.
<laughs> Peter Eklund, fun band, huh? Just discovered him. Louise sent me a CD of Peter Eklund a short while ago. I just discovered Peter Eklund. I enjoy him. I'd like to meet him. Do you heat your hot water? Do you heat your domestic hot water with an oil boiler? We used to, back in the old days, because now our domestic water is heated by the rays from the sun. We have an 80-gallon electric hot water heater that is powered by the photovoltaic panels on our henhouse. That's why we get our electricity. And we preheat the water in that uh, water heater. We preheat it with solar water heaters on the side of the house. Two ways to save by using the sun's rays. Make electricity with photovoltaic panels and heat water in the other panels on the side of the house that I made. Yes, we save money because we don't have to buy much oil nowadays. And we have so much solar energy left over. I also use it as radiant heat in my cellar office floor. You hear me talking about this all the time because, well, how can you beat getting something for free? Why don't more people do it? If they knew about it, they might. You know, let me tell you this. If I were a kid of 65 or 70 years old, I'd, I'd even put radiant heat in my garage and in my driveway, you know, melt the snow just for the fun of doing it and getting something for nothing. Old main men, you probably know this, old main men are notoriously stingy. The stuff that old main men build with their own hands Yes, it looks very Mickey Mouse. And yes, they might have to tear it apart four or five times, put it back together again before they could get it to work. You can laugh at it all you want. But you know something? It always works. I may be wrong, but I think you're wonderful. I may be wrong, but I think you're swell. I like your style, see, I think it's marvelous. I'm always wrong, so how can I tell? All of my shirts are unsightly, all of my ties are a crime. If they're in you, I pick brightly. It's the very first time you came along, say, I think you're wonderful. I may be wrong, but I think you're grand. I may be wrong, but I think you're wonderful. I may be wrong, but I think you're swell. I like your style, see, I think it's marvelous. I'm always wrong, so how can I tell? All of his shirts are unsightly. All of his ties are a crime. If dear in you, he's guessed rightly. came along, say, I think you're wonderful. I may be wrong, but I think you're grand.
all of my shirts are unsightly All of my ties are a crime If during you I pick rightly It's the very first time You came along, say I think you're wonderful I may be wrong, but I think you're grand Hoagie, we like hoagie. Do 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 do, hugging in, chalking. Old bottom milk sky. Something I just said, something you just heard me say, reminds me of a story I heard thirty, forty years ago, and it concerned a man and his adult son who'd come up from Greenwich, Connecticut, or some place, and were sailing into Tents Harbor on their yacht, you know, looking for a chance to tie up, looking for a mooring. And the skipper asked his son, who was up in the bow looking round. He asked his son if he saw a mooring that they could tie up to, and the son said, I don't know if you can believe this, the son said he saw a few moorings up ahead, but they all look kind of shabby. And the old man said, Get used to it. Everything in Maine looks shabby, but it always works. Make them play that crazy thing again I've got to do that lazy swing again Hi-ho Low down, low down, low down, low down I've got to beat the misbehaving now I got a soul that ain't worth saving now Hi-ho Low down That dancing fever Has my feet in a trance And when I'm dreaming I go into that dance and once you hear the haunting strain to it, I want to bet you'll go and say to it, I hope doing the new low down, low down. Yes, yes.
to do that crazy swing again. Hi ho, doing the new low down, low down, low down, low down. I've got two feet to misbehaving now. I got a soul that ain't worth saving. Oh, doing the new low down, down. Dancing fever, have my feet in a trance. When I'm dreaming, I go in to that dance. Once you hear the haunting strain to it, I wanna bet you'll go insane to it. Hi ho, hidey hidey ho, hi ho. fade out things and right about now Ghosty is probably asking what it was that Lee Savory ever saw in this show you are of course listening to the humble farmer here on your favorite radio station where with any luck at all you can hear me playing old fashioned music just for you every week at this time I thank you, thank you, thank you for listening when you get along in years you will find that people are always coming around knocking at the door, calling you on the phone asking if they can interview you for this or that. You know, and just because you're old, you're supposed to know things that nobody else knows. This was brought to mind when a young friend asked if he could interview me for a documentary. Of course he can interview me for a documentary. You, anybody else, all your friends, everybody in the world can interview me for a documentary. What do you want? Civil War, First World War, anything. Because you know this if you're old enough to be interviewed for documentaries. If you're old enough to be interviewed for documentaries, you know how easy it is to remember all kinds of things that never happened. No matter what you say, no matter what kind of foolishness you make up and say, it's going to pass for the gospel truth because nobody else were, was there. Caveat emptor. <laughs> Talk means chimp, I love you too. And the big baboon one night in June, he married them, and very soon they went upon their abadabba honeymoon. Way down in the Congo land lived a happy chimpanzee. She loved a monkey with a long tail. Lordy, how she loved him. Each night he would find her there swinging in the coconut tree. And the monkey gave up the break of day, loved to hear his chimpy say. Abba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-
the monkeys they chirped and chirped. All night long they chatter away. And all day long they were happy and gay, swinging and singing in a honky tonky tonk tonk way. Dab-a-dab-a-dab in monkey talk means chimp, I love you too. Then the big baboon one night in June, he married them that very soon. They went up on their abba-dabba Thank you for listening. Love to hear from you. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. Imagine how startled you'd be if you just learned that Johnny Cash did not do time in Folsom Prison. Did the fact that I'm probably not the only person who was misled help Johnny Cash sell 90 million records? Well, on the same page of the Internet, I also learned that Merle Haggard wrote Okie from Muskogee as a satire. Because everybody knows that song. You know that song. Only an Okie from Muskogee. And it's only now that I realize why I've heard of Merle Haggard, because he wrote that Okie from Muskogee song. I don't see how anybody in the world, I don't see how you could not have heard Okie from Muskogee, because it was on the top of the popularity charts fairly recently, 1970 or so. I'll bet you didn't know that Okie from Muskogee was a satire either. Because listening to songs by Mel Haggard and Johnny Cash, is there really any way to tell? Two by two, they go marching through those sweethearts on how I pine just to fall in line with those sweethearts on parade. Love to join their fun, but they bar me. It takes more than one to make an army of lovebirds. As they pass me by Those sweethearts on 
Parade.